What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chris Dolly Show. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, viewing some trailers. I've been holding off on both of these. Uh, I would have done this over at Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment as a Journal of the Jedi, but I'm doing Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm excited to see the Kenobi trailer. I'm excited to see Brave New Worlds trailer. Uh, both of these I've been looking forward to for quite a while. I've been waiting for them to show up. Without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at them. These are blind. I have not seen them. I avoided everything about them uh, until I was able to sit down and do these. So let's go ahead and take a look, shall we? Uh, open up panel. Uh, let's make this uh, full screen. Uh, let me see here. All right. What the fuck? What is going on here? There you go. That's what I wanted. All right. So that's all set. Let's go ahead and take a look. Turn it all the way up. Nice. Ah, young Luke. Nice. He's looking good for his age. Nice little duel of the fates. Oh, we got the Inquisitors. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. Oh, nice. I got Owen back. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. So was that kind of like a new K2? So uncivilized. Yes. Yes, very much. That was just enough to wet my whistle for May 25th. To see Kenobi come back. Ewan McGregor as Kenobi. I'm all in. Let's let's go ahead and do that. You know, let, let's make that happen. I'm absolutely all in. 100% on that. Uh, it looks... It looks good. Um, I mean, I don't say that just as a Star Wars fan. I mean, like, visually, it looks good. I have read some reports. I knew, I'm not going to lie, I, I knew a little bit about uh, the Inquisitors being in because I've. it's kind of hard to avoid. I've been seeing a lot of uh, uh, pictures on social media 
of uh, the the actor playing the uh, Grand Inquisitor. I'm assuming it's the Grand Inquisitor anyway. And uh, people have a lot of uh, issues with the fact that he doesn't look like uh, what he looked like in Rebels, uh, what his race looked like in things like Revenge of the Sith. Honestly, that's nitpicking to me. I mean, we're getting Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're getting the story of what happened after Revenge of the Sith and before A New Hope with Kenobi and watching uh, Luke. I'm hoping we get to see why Owen hates Obi-Wan so much that he kept Luke away from the crazy old man in the desert and everything else. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing the connections that are going to come there. And whether they're perfect or not, I'm excited to see some Star Wars Rebels characters, the, Inquis- the Inquisitors and, uh, and all coming in. And I mean, come on. We can nitpick all we want, but Hayden Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader in this series. Obi-Wan is going to face Vader again. How can we not look forward to this? How can we not see this as a win? I don't care. This show could be as slow and monotonous as like the first half of Book of Boba Fett, and I could give a fuck less. I'm all in. Let's make that happen. Now, speaking of things that were slow... Not really good. I have made it no secret that I'm not really a fan of Star Trek Discovery. Although I will say that it's gotten better since they've taken... Spoilers. They've taken the uh, the characters and moved them into the future where they have more of an open book for them to do what they do as opposed to uh, the first couple of seasons where it took place during the era of the original trilogy and it's supposed to be in the prime timeline, not the Kelvin timeline. And they were changing shit. Things were just not right. It was not fitting with the original Star Trek story arcs. It, it, it felt like a hot mess to me. So when they took them and moved them, you know, centuries into the future beyond Star Trek Next Generation, I was for it. And it's actually become a better show because of it. Because now they're not screwing up original storylines, which pisses off fans. And they're not stepping on anything that has already been established. Now they have an open book to tell the story they want to tell and do all the things they want to do. And it's become a better show because of it. So I, I've, I've shat on the first two, three seasons of Discovery, but it has actually gotten better for me. It's still the weakest of all the mainline Star Trek shows. And I say mainline because I think the thing that's weaker than it, and it breaks my heart to say it, is Picard. Picard has been nothing but a a hot mess. It's been such a disappointment to me. You guys may be different, but to me, who is a fan of Star Trek, the series, the movies, even the Kelvin timeline, I I, I give forgiveness to the Kelvin timeline, but Discovery and Picard were horrible to me. Like I said, Discovery's gotten better. I'm holding judgment on Picard for season two. Yeah, I know that just started. I haven't started watching it yet, but I'm I'm hoping out, holding out, hoping that Picard season two will fix a lot of my complaints to to what they've done with with this character and his legacy. With that said, the greatest thing of Star Trek Discovery was during that short period of time when Discovery was captained by Christopher Pike, the second original captain to the USS Enterprise of the original series. I say second because the first uh, commanding officer was Captain uh, April, and he relieved his command to Pike, who relieved his command to Kirk. And, of course, we all know the story of, of James Kirk and the Enterprise. So 
what they did in Discovery with with Chris Pike, if they would have kept Chris Pike on the Discovery, I would have been absolutely thrilled. Let him captain the ship. I thought his dynamic worked well with the ship, but they didn't go that way. They went with Michael Burnham and and all that, and that that's fine. But they're putting Pike back in the, in the captain's chair of the Enterprise. So this is kind of a prequel to the original trilogy where we're going to have Pike running the Enterprise before Kirk takes over command in a new series called Brave New Worlds. And I'll tell you what, I am super, super excited to see this. Uh, I, As soon as it was announced, I'm like, oh yes, 100%, let me see this. Um, again, I liked the actor who played uh, Pike. I liked... Uh, how they incorporated him into the Prime Universe uh, without, in my opinion, without taking away what Chris Pike was to the Prime Universe um, initially. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at this teaser trailer and see what we think about this. But I, I preface setting beforehand, I was absolutely thrilled with the idea of, of Chris Pike and and the Enterprise having another run. Besides, to me, the one thing I, the biggest complaint I have about like Picard and, 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 uh, uh, Discovery is to, to me, and I know I'm going to piss off Deep Space Fine, uh, Nine fans and Voyager fans when I say this, but it's not Star Trek without the Enterprise. So I'm happy the ship is coming back too. Let's go ahead and take a look. Nice. Stars are on the sky. No matter how many galaxies swirl. Beyond our own. Visually stunning. Very nice looking. Oh, also in May. Nice. There it is, the Enterprise. May 5th. Oh, so it's going to be before fucking uh, Kenobi. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm all in, 100%. Um, that really didn't tell us much. It gave a nice feel, uh, visually. There was some very stunning, uh, scenes. I, again, I'm thrilled with Pike coming back. I like the look of the Enterprise. I like the look of the original series uniforms, uh, on the Enterprise. You know, the yellow, the red, the blue, you know, um, it, it, it has a throwback feel to the 60s original series, but it also has kind of a Kelvin timeline feel to it where like newer material and everything else. I'm, I'm sold. I mean, I, I'm, I want to see what, uh, what they do with this and hopefully they don't dash my expectations because my expectations are, I want a true blue out exploring the universe, a little less actiony like discovery is, 
uh, Star Trek show. Give, give me a show about exploring strange new worlds and figuring out problems and a diplomatic solution and, and you know, all the, all the earmarks that, that really made Star Trek, Star Trek from the original series to, to Enterprise, even Enterprise, uh, although they were supposed to be le- like a less disciplined crew because they were the first deep space exploration ship, they still tried to figure out the right way of doing things as opposed to what it seems like on Discovery even now is going guns blazing and, you know, angels be damned. So I would love to re- see a re- uh, with this series it be a return to the hopeful future of Star Trek. Um, especially since it's leading up to the five-year mission with Kirk and, and, and all that of what the original trilogy was, or excuse me, the original series was. But guys, what did you think? What did you think of the, the trailers? Which one are you more excited for? Are we Star Wars or Star Trek? Or both, like me. I mean, I'm more Star Wars than Star Trek, but I love both series as I always have, and I more than likely always will. But guys, what do you think? Let me know in the comment section down below. And I will catch you for some more Crystallic Show podcasts coming very, very soon. Till then, be safe out there.